What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. My name's Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. Every time you listen to it, today is... What is today? April 25th, 2023. It's been a while since I recorded. I took the entire week last week off for no particular reason. I wasn't on vacation or anything, you know, just working on some things here at home. Um, My wife was gone for the weekend, so I was kind of busy with the children. But you know what I'm going to do today? I'm actually going to talk about some of that type of stuff at the end of the show because today I want to jump right into the sports talk, right? Let's jump right in. Let's jump right into the sports talk. Uh, I'm going to start with football today because there's not a ton going on with football, so I want to start with that, and uh, then we'll move on to some basketball stuff. The biggest news, if you guys haven't heard this yet, is, of course, Maryland football is switching their uniforms. They're switching their helmets. That's right. If you were, like me, a big fan of those ridiculously colored um, all sorts of weird patterned uniforms with the Maryland flag on the helmet. If you like that, it's gone. It's gone, man. And then you know what? It's a sad day. It's a sad day for Big Ten football. It's a sad day for Maryland football. If you're asking me, I, I liked those uniforms. I think I'm the only one in the world that liked them. Def- definitely one of the few people that liked them because they released their new uniforms and got rave reviews. Now, before I go any further, I do like the new uniforms. They're the it's uh if you haven't seen it yet, it's the script uh text. So it's like in cursive kind of. If you don't know what script looks like, and it just says Terps on the helmet for Terrapins, by the way. Um, if you didn't know who their mascot was, but they'll say Terps on the helmet. It looks clean. It is actually it actually does look really good. If you know me, I'm a big uniform guy. And uh, I think that these uniforms are, they're sexy. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty sexy. But I will i will have to say, though, I'm going to miss the flags. I'm going to miss the Maryland flags. Those uniforms were fun. They were, uh, <laughs> they look like they didn't really match. They look kind of weird out there. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, strange uniforms and alternate uniforms. And those weren't even alternates. Those, that's just what they were wearing. So I am going to miss the old Maryland uniforms, but uh, the new ones look good. They look clean. So uh, <laughs> that's the biggest the biggest news in Big Ten football right there is the Maryland new uniforms. Um, today I tweeted out something about uh, football as well. I'm looking forward to the fall. I'm already looking forward to it. We still got a long time until the football season is going to start. But this morning I woke up. I was in the shower, maybe TMI. But I started thinking about who who are we really going to get excited? Like, what's really getting us excited about football, right? We always think of, like, the um, rivalry games and, you know, that time of year is so fun and just watching football in general is just so great. But week one, though, is there really anything that we're looking forward to? You know, that's what I was thinking. So I went through all the Big Ten teams and I ranked their uh, week one matchups. Uh, so all the Big Ten teams, who are they playing week one? And I ranked them all in, uh, there's 11 games. And the reason there's not 14 games is because there are three Big Ten matchups week one, which is, to me, extremely exciting that we're going to get some Big Ten on Big Ten action that first week. Um, I'm going to quickly go through these matchups in case you haven't looked at the schedule yet. 
um, and you're interested in that. And I'll go through in uh, reverse order here. So ranking them from 11 down to one. Uh, the first matchup that I'm least excited about was the team I just talked about, Maryland. They're playing Town to- Tosin. Tow- how do I not know how to say this? I've seen this name a thousand times. Towson? Towson. Towson. I didn't know they had a football team. I've seen their basketball team a couple of times. Didn't know they had a football team. I'm not excited to watch that game at all. That's the one I'm least excited about. Still going to watch it. Still very excited to uh, watch football. I'm going to watch this game and see what Maryland looks like, especially in those new uniforms, right? Got to see if they can put on a show against Towson. Is it Towson? It's T-O-W. How do I not know this? How did I not practice this before recording a podcast? Who knows? Um, number 10, a team, two teams I do know how to pronounce is Purdue versus Fresno State. Uh, I don't think that Fresno State's going to be very good at all, and I'm not super interested in... The only reason I'm really excited about Purdue is to see what Coach uh, Walters is going to do and see if he's going to do anything majorly different than they've done in the past. I'm predicting that they're probably not. In fact, I think that they'll be a little less fun to watch because he's more of a defensive-minded guy, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, So I'm not really excited to see Purdue versus Fresno State. Number nine is starting to get a little bit more exciting. We got a uh, Illinois versus Toledo. Some Mac, some action. We got a lot of action. Got a lot of action week one, which is exciting. Um, but Illinois facing off against Toledo, number eight. Michigan is playing Eastern Carolina University, or is it just East Carolina? Should I double check that? I'm not going to. They have a pirate um, logo, so they're the pirates, I guess. Not really excited. I, I don't think that... that's a, This is another game where Michigan probably just scheduled somebody super soft the first three weeks like they always do. And uh, I'm not expecting an upset here. I'm not expecting anything great. The only reason I put it at number eight and not lower is because um, they're the returning Big Ten champions and I want to see what they're going to look like coming out. You know, I want to see what J.J. McCarthy is going to do that first game. I want to see if uh, Blake Corum is going to be getting the the load that he was used to getting last year. Um, their neighbors right down the road are number seven, Michigan State versus Central Michigan. I got some responses on the tweets or on the tweet that I put out that people are excited about this game. Uh, it's a revenge game. I know Central Michigan beat them years ago, but I can't, I can't believe people were still thinking about that, though. Don't think that this game is going to be exciting at all. And uh, I was just thinking, I was at Michigan State's first game last year when they were playing Western Michigan. They're playing Central this year. Maybe I'll be at this one. Is that a thing that's going to happen? Am I going to be in attendance for some of these games or multiple? I mean, any of these games even. That would be exciting. I would be excited to be at any of these games. Uh, number six, I have Wisconsin. Uh, I was going to say at Buffalo, but it's not. It's at Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin playing Buffalo the third Mac game. So I already talked about Michigan State Central, and I talked about Illinois Toledo. Wisconsin will be playing Buffalo. If I'm remembering right, which I might not be because I don't follow Mac that closely, but I think Buffalo was one of the better teams in the Mac last year. Or am I thinking about basketball? Who's to know? I could look it up right now, but I'm not going to. I think Buffalo's usually pretty good at football, though. And uh, we'll see what Wisconsin's going to roll out there that week one. I'm kind of excited about that game. 
Um, number five, I have Iowa versus Utah State. So many reasons I'm excited to see Iowa because they got so much attention last year for not being able to score points. And this year they have a new quarterback. If you forgot, transfer Cade McNamara is now at Iowa. And we'll see if Coach Ferentz, son, uh, the offensive coordinator is going to open it up with Cade and see if he, you know, he's got a new toy now. Let's see if he does something a little bit different. Let's see if they can score 10 points a game on offense. That'd be wild, right? Compared to last year, that'd be insane. I'm really interested to see what Iowa's going to do offensively. Um, not as much defensively. I don't care that much about that. And I, I have Iowa right there. They could have been playing anybody. I would have Iowa in the top five. They're playing Utah State, who I don't think is going to be very good. But again, I'm just really excited to see what Iowa is going to look like. Are they going to look different? I've seen a lot of tweets about this as well, that they're going to come out five wide. Do you think that's going to happen? That would be wild. That'd be wild. The Hawkeyes come out with five wide receivers. That'd be insane. Um, Number four, I have Northwestern versus Rutgers. Of the three Big Ten matchups, that's the one I'm least excited about. Uh, but it's still a Big Ten game, so I had to put it in the top five. Number three, I have Indiana versus Ohio State. Again, with this matchup, I'm more just looking at Ohio State to see if they're going to be as dominant as they have been in the past. Are they going to put on a show? Are they going to put one on Indiana? Which they should. You know, Indiana was so bad last year. I don't think that they're going to improve much. Uh, but I am excited to see Ohio State play. That's why I put them at number three. And of course, it's a Big Ten matchup. So excited about that. A matchup that I'm actually excited about is Minnesota traveling down to Nebraska. You have Matt Rule, new coach at Nebraska. You have PJ Fleck, who in my mind, I haven't heard this from anyone else. But in my mind, this is a year where PJ Fleck has got to do something. He's had some decent years. He's had some years like last year where I felt like they they really underachieved last year, I thought. Um, so is he going to make another run at the Big Ten West, or is this going to be another down year for Minnesota? It's a big – I think that this is a huge game for both of these teams. Nebraska starting out with a new coach. They need to make a statement. And P.J. Fleck, I'm going to just go ahead and say – I'm not going to say – am I going to say he's on the hot seat? I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be the first one to put P.J. Fleck on the hot seat in April of 2023. I'm putting him on the hot seat. If he doesn't have a good year this year, they need to look elsewhere because his row the boat thing and his Sky Yuma, like chance that he's doing all the time, not working, not working lately. And if it doesn't work this year, they need to move on, I think. And then the game that I'm most excited about is uh, Penn State versus West Virginia. I think that this is going to be a great matchup. It's a big game for both of them. It's two teams that are usually near the top of their conferences. I don't know what West Virginia is going to look like, but when you look at this game on paper, just from the standpoint of the names, it's the biggest matchup of week one that we have in the Big Ten, and it gets me really excited about this fall. Excuse me, really excited about college football. Um, Just being able to Flip this game on Saturday afternoon is going to be something really exciting. I wanted to look one more thing up real quick. Uh, Give me just a second. Because not all of these games... I can't type and talk, apparently. Uh, 
not all these games are on that first weekend Saturday. There's a few that are on Thursday that week, which also gets me very, very excited. Is there a few or is there just one? Let's see. We got, oh God, why did it take me to there? I know there's a schedule here. Can I find the schedule for the whole conference at once or no? Do you think I'm going to be able to find that? Do you think my internet's going to start working? Probably not. I know that one of the Big Ten games is on Thursday. Okay, so we got Minnesota and Nebraska is on Thursday that week. And then um, we also, is that the only one? I guess that's the only one they have marked as Thursday. I thought the Michigan State game was going to be on Friday. Let me see here. September 1st. Is that a Friday? Should I have looked this up beforehand? September 1st is Friday. Okay, so we got Thursday, Nebraska versus Minnesota. And then Friday, probably night, just like they did last year against Western Michigan, we'll have uh, Michigan State and Central Michigan. So a uh, couple good games. Just to, It's going to be a great weekend. You'll start on Thursday night. You'll have a million beers on Thursday night watching Nebraska and Minnesota. The game will probably be super disappointing because by that time we'll be so hype about college football. And it'll probably let us down. But, you know, still Big Ten matchup. It's on Thursday night. And then Friday, you get the little appetizer, Michigan State, Central Michigan, and then you roll into Saturday and you watch the other nine games. Going to be really exciting. Going to be a really fun week. Going to be a fun weekend, right? Is that going to be a fun weekend or what? I'm excited about it. Um, As far as football, though, it's, it's so far away, but I, I really do want to start talking about it because there's, in the basketball world, there's transfer portal and that's really it right now. There's not a ton of other things going on. So the next thing on the agenda is football. So the other thing that I was thinking about this morning was the Big Ten West last year and how it was so up in the air. I would like to make one other bold prediction before I move on to basketball. I know I've been talking about football for a while now. I think that the Big Ten East is going to be more up in the air than the Big Ten West. And the only reason I'm saying that is because of how crazy the West was last year. I think that just the law of averages, it's going to swing back to the East next year. I think that Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State are all going to have at least one loss before they match up against each other. We know that Michigan and Ohio State play at the end of the year. I think they'll already both have a loss at least, maybe even two. Um, I think they're both going to be really good still. I just think that Again, the law of averages of the West having such a toss-up last year, I think it's going to swing back to the East this year, and it's going to be more up in the air of who's going to win the East. And really, when you look at it last year, it kind of was that way anyways because it came down to that last game, and it was it was literally a toss-up who was going to win, Michigan or Ohio State. But I think there's going to be a couple more teams involved this year. I think that Penn State's going to be involved. I don't know if Maryland's going to get involved in there, but... Um, I just think it's going to be more fun to watch the East this year. It's always It always has been more competitive in the East. When you look back at who's won the Big Ten Championship the last couple of years or since they've done the conference uh, alignment this way, it's always been more competitive in the East, but I think it's going to be more fun to watch this year as well. I think it's going to be more up in the air. That's a, that's a bold early prediction before summer even gets here. All right, let's switch gears a little bit over to basketball. We have, uh, obviously, like I just said, the transfer portal still going crazy right now. 
Big story is still the number one recruit in the transfer portal. I guess you call them a do you call them a recruit if they've already been in college? The number one player in the transfer portal, Hunter Dickinson. Uh, I'm over this. I'm so over this. I'm tired of seeing tweets about it. I don't want to see him updated. Uh, you know, pictures, people in the cafeteria taking photos. Hunter Dickinson's at Kentucky today. Hunter Dickinson's talking to Kansas. Heard he's on a flight going down to LSU. I don't know where else he's going. He's been all over the place. At this point with Hunter Dickinson, it's been like the Brett Favre story. Or Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers story going to the Jets. Just get it over with, dude. Like, And I know Aaron Rodgers didn't have control over that situation because they were waiting for a trade. Hunter Dickinson has full control over this. Make a decision. When do, when do you have to make the decision by? Because it feels like he's been in the portal for a month now. It's probably been a little bit less than that, but with all the tweets and all the news about him, I'm just over it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to see it anymore. I just want him to make a decision and live with it. That's what I want. All right, team by team, I did updates again today. I'm going to speed through these because I wanted this podcast to be short, and I've already gone 17 minutes. Uh, we have Illinois Quincy Guerriere. I said it like that because he's from Canada. And I think that's how you might pronounce it. Guerriere? Guerriere. Quincy Guerriere. He's coming from Oregon. He's a pretty big recruit that Oregon had. He's coming over from Oregon to Illinois. Um, RJ Melendez made his decision finally. He's going to play with a kid that I used to coach, actually, at Georgia. I don't think he entered the portal yet. Um, So he'll be down at Georgia next year. Paxton... Warden. I almost said Warner, but it's Warden. Never even heard of him. Apparently, he was on Illinois' roster. He has entered the transfer portal, has not made a decision yet. Indiana. Tamar Bates, I talked about him, uh, whatever it was, 12 days ago when I last recorded. Thought that he might stay with uh, Ware coming over from Oregon. I thought that Tamar Bates would say, hey, maybe we got this this uh, huge center now. I might stay here. Nope. He went ahead and transferred, made his decision. He's going to Missouri. Maryland, uh, Hakeem Hart made his decision. He's going to Villanova. Michigan, not a lot of news out of Michigan. Like I said, Dickinson hasn't made a decision. But since the last time I recorded, Greg Glenn entered the transfer portal. He was, I believe, a four-star coming out of high school. And he was only at Michigan for a year. Probably didn't like the minutes he was getting, so he is in the portal now. Uh, let's see. We got Nebraska uh, has a kid named... I didn't do as much research as I did last time on these guys that are coming in, but maybe I'll do that next week. Probably not, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of over-researching all these transfer portal guys. Bryce Williams is coming from Charlotte to Nebraska. Bryce. Bryce, one of my best friend's names. B-Dub. Shout out to B-Dub. He was actually with me at that Michigan State game last year. Uh, oh man, I'm so tough. I'm having a, I'm really struggling with these names today. Quer, quer, Q U A R, quar, and quarin, quarin McPherson. Oh, man, I'm sweating right now. That was a struggle. Quarin McPherson has a. Uh, I said entered. Is he from Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't know who he is. Uh, apparently on the end of Nebraska's bench this year, he is uh, entered into the portal. And then we have Ryan Mast. 
Reink, Reink, man, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like a name. Reink, Reink, R-E, I, I wish you guys were looking at what I was looking at right now. R-I-E-N-K, Reink, <laughs> am I stupid? What is wrong with me? I can't read names. His last name is Mast, though. He's coming from Bradley to Nebraska. Man, I need to start practicing pronunciating names. Northwestern, here's some easy names. Blake Preston. Thanks, Blake. Uh, his name, his name, his game is going from Liberty to Northwestern. We have uh, Julian Roper. You guys remember him from last year, right? I thought he was really good. I was really hoping he would stay at Northwestern. He's going from N-Dub to N-D, Notre Dame. So he's made his decision. And then Robbie Beeren, he is leaving Northwestern to go to Virginia Tech. I think I said his last name wrong, too. Uh, Ohio State, they're getting a guy named Dale Bonner from Baylor. And I already love this kid because his name's Dale. You don't see 19, 20-year-olds named Dale anymore, you know? You just don't find many Dales walking around. So I'm already a big fan of Dale Bonner um, coming over to Ohio State from Baylor. Penn State's had a ton of action. Let me run through this real quick. Zach Hicks from Temple is coming in. We have, I'm going to say his name in reverse, Kern. His first name is Nick. If you think about that for a second, you'll understand why I said his last name first. Uh, Coming from VCU, joining Coach Rhodes from VCU. At Penn State, Dalian Johnson is leaving Penn State to go to Florida Gulf Coast University. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then Caleb Dorsey is also leaving. He's going to William & Mary. And rounding out the Big Ten, a couple more guys. We have uh, Rutgers got a kid named Noah Fernandez from UMass. Interesting fact about Noah Fernandez. He went to the same school as Quarren McPherson at Nebraska. So I thought that was interesting, you know? I know there's some there's some big schools like IMG and uh, what's the other one that like uh, Carmelo went to? Oak Hill. I know there's those big schools, but this one I had not heard of. It was like Woodstock something Academy. And both Noah and Quarren went to this school. So I thought that was interesting. But uh, Rutgers has him now. And then uh, lastly, Wisconsin. This kid looked legit. His name's AJ Store from St. John's. Apparently, he's going to be a really good scorer. The two guys that stood out to me when I was looking at it, and uh, again, shout out to on3.com for updating all of this. They make it really easy to find all these guys and all the updates that have been happening. Um, it was AJ Store, and then it was Noah Fernandez. Apparently, these guys are both really good scorers, so I'm excited to keep an eye on these two guys that are coming in from out of conference and different schools. So that's the basketball update. That's what's going on in the basketball world. Lots and lots of stuff uh, moving around and lots of guys changing schools, guys making decisions still, and some guys not making decisions, which is pissing me off a little bit. Wish they would just go ahead and make their decisions. But you know what? It's their life. They do what they want. All right. I'm going to finish up today. I said I would save the uh, personal stuff for the end. I've been talking about this for weeks. My office is all but done. It needs a little bit of paint. I'm looking at it right now. I'm actually, this is the first episode I've recorded in the new office. I need a little bit of paint because I put up some shelves and then I had to move them. So there were holes in the wall and I had to fill them. So I have to repaint that part. 
And then um, I'm going to let my wife, my wife has already told me that she's doing the decorating on the shelves because I have four big shelves that are going to be behind me when I finally start doing YouTube stuff. And she's, she said she's taking over that because I don't know how to decorate stuff apparently. Um, but the desk is built and I have, I went to the pawn shop and I got two 24 inch TVs to use as monitors. I'm actually using one of them right now to record and I was using my computer. This is inside stuff right here. Using my computer for the notes and then um, the monitor for the recording. It looks awesome in here. It looks awesome. I got a, a 50 inch TV hanging right above that. So I got four screens in front of me on right now. Two of them are playing TV shows and the other ones are doing my podcast work. Maybe that's why I'm not being able to pronounce names is because I'm so distracted by all these screens. But the office is basically done. I'm going to give it about two, maybe three more weeks before I finally... I know I said three weeks last time. Um, but I want to practice next week doing some videos. I'm going to practice getting guests on. Um, my little brother volunteered to be like a fake guest that I will never release to the public. I'll just like have him on and practice recording with that before I start asking real guests to come on, which is going to happen really soon. I'd like to get that going. Um... And like I said, the YouTube coming up very soon as well. Last thing I want to talk about, this is just a little story I want to tell. And I, I felt like I felt like the podcast was a great place to tell this story. I went and saw Super Mario Bros. this weekend, the movie. This isn't Big Ten related at all. If you're not interested in, um, if you were just here for the sports stuff, you can turn the podcast off now. I went and saw <laughs> Super Mario this weekend. Good movie, by the way. I liked it. Um... I didn't know I didn't have any preconceived notions going into it. I didn't even really know that it was animated. I thought it for some reason it was going to be live action. I probably <laughs> should have looked that up beforehand too. There's a theme in my life where I don't look stuff up before I do it. I just do it. Um, but the movie was good. It had like a lot of references to the video games that I played growing up. There were Mario Kart references, there were, you know, just super, super regular Super Mario Bros. references, and then some from Super Mario Bros. 3, which was one of my favorite games. Um, really good movie, though. I liked it. I enjoyed it. The story was blah, you know, kind of. It was okay, but it wasn't... I mean, what do you expect? I, I wasn't really expecting, like, a huge drama from a kid's movie, I guess. But I took my son and one of his friends and his dad. We all went together. It was a good time. But this is the part that drove me crazy. And this is, I guess, a bit of a spoiler, but not really. There's a part in the movie where they're doing the Mario Kart reference and they're all in their cars and they're running away from the bad guys and they hit a big ramp and Mario's like in midair on this ramp and he's going through the clouds and it's a really dramatic like slow motion scene. He's like going through the clouds. And the movie theater is like 75% full, by the way. It's a pretty packed movie for it being like, what, the second or third weekend at this point that it's been out. And going through the clouds, just floating, 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 really dramatic scene. And about three seconds before he pops out of the clouds, the lady that's directly behind me, directly behind me, like as I, it wasn't like a shout, but she just said it loud enough that everyone could hear her. She was like, Rainbow Road. And Rainbow Road was not on the screen yet. Totally ruined it. Totally ruined it. Ruined the surprise of him coming out of the clouds. And she was right, by the way. I feel like she saw the movie before. Like, she knew this was going to happen. Because I didn't know it was coming. I guess I should have predicted that. 
But I wasn't positive that that was going to happen. And in the clouds, Rainbow Road, and then pops out of the clouds onto Rainbow Road. Uh, It was one of those moments where you're just like, really, lady? Did you have to say that right now? Did you have to ruin my childhood memory of Rainbow Road right before he popped out of the cloud? I would have been, you know, it would have been a little bit more enjoyable if she hadn't ruined that for me. But nonetheless, good movie. Another thing that I I never really noticed until now, this, this will be my last thing because we're almost at 30 minutes now. This is ridiculous that I'm still talking about this. Um, Another thing that was like a little crazy to me that I've never thought about until I was older is that the theme of Super Mario, <laughs> yeah, I'm still talking about it, is that there's these two brothers and they're plumbers, right? And it's And their company is called the Super Mario Bros., but only one of their names is Mario. The other one's name is Luigi, if you didn't know that. And they didn't use their last name. They used they picked one one guy. They picked Mario. And they said we're gonna be the Super Mario Bros. It's it's very odd for me. I don't know. It's just really odd. It's like if you started a business with somebody that was your like my brother's name is Corey, right? If I was like that's one of my brothers, I have two, but anyways. If me and Corey started a business together and I was like, dude, I got this plumbing business and I'm about to get off the ground. I got some money, already got some supplies. And like I was thinking company name, we'd go Super Kent Bros. And he, you know, and he'd just be okay with that. The Super Kent Bros. He'd be like, what about me, dude? And I'd be like, well, people will figure your name out that it's Corey. Well, they'll figure that out eventually. You know, I just thought that, I don't know. Luigi's kind of a puss to me for that. It should have been their last name, which do we know their last name? We don't, I don't think. Anyways, um, so that was Super Mario Bros. That was the football. That was the basketball podcast update. Appreciate y'all listening. Sorry, I was a little off my, I think I was a little off my game today. Do you guys think I was off my game? I do. I do. That's what happens when you take two weeks off, though, or a week off or whatever it was. I'll be back next week, though, and I'll be sharper than ever. I'm going to do more research and um totally lying to you right now but i'll be ready to record even more and uh we'll get that podcast out next week and it'll be nice and clean and fun for everybody so thank y'all for listening go follow casual big 10 on twitter we'll talk to you guys next week